There's many ways to be successful. That doesn't mean that they're happy. It does not mean that they're good people. It does not mean that they're making the world a better place. I think we've all seen most of these men and the you know ones who were young and like have not made the world a better place. They, and the facts are doing the opposite. And you know, even if they've done great things, the bad is really what we're seeing starting to outweigh them. And only women with money is going to change that. And so you have to ask yourself if it's too, you know, if you think it's too late for you or whatever, depending on what your age is, would you want your daughter to have that? Do you know? Yeah. And if yeah. that doesn't let a fire up your ass, I do not know what is. Then you know what I mean? Then you are a Trump voter. Like, you know, it just <laughs> it's just true. I mean, it's it's gotta, it's got to be, you know inspiring and scary for you at the same time you know it's, it's got to, to do something to make you want to make some changes hello and welcome to voices with talking talent the podcast that explores the real issues people face in the workplace this is the space to have the open and brave conversations that inspire change and spark action we're Talking Talent, and every week we'll be joined by a different guest. Stay tuned for discussions on the issues that business leaders are trying to overcome and what the future looks like for truly diverse and inclusive organizations. Hi, I'm today's host, Andrea Paulton, and I'm super excited for today's guest. Her impressive resume is so long. I don't even know where to start. So I just try to condense as much as I could. So we have with us Jennifer Justice. She's the CEO and founder of the Justice Department, a consulting firm helping women build their businesses. We love that around here. And before that, she was the EVP and general counsel at Rock Nation. For those of you that might know, that's Jay-Z. And so she's represented artists like Jay-Z, Beyonce, Outkast, Slipknot, and many, many more. She also has a podcast called Taking Care of Lady Business, which I've been listening to for the last two days nonstop. I highly recommend it. It's called Taking Care of Lady Business. So JJ, welcome. Can you please give the listeners your own introduction and tell us what you're currently doing and working on? Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been, it's great to be here. And thank you for that amazing introduction. Sometimes I listen to it and I'm like, who is that person she's talking about? So yes, I'm Jennifer Justice. I have a company called the Justice Department. I spent my career on the business side of creative endeavors for the most, most part, marrying art and commerce and in the music industry predominantly. And the unique thing about the music industry as is that artists, they're so, you know, the, the team that they create around them is a manager, uh, a business manager or somebody who handles their money, basically, and a lawyer and an agent. But an agent, what their main priority is, is their live experience. So they really don't have anything to do with the recorded music side of it. So the lawyer and manager end up doing a majority of the business uh, for musicians and, and artists. Um, I just happened to start my career at the same time Jay-Z was starting his, and we grew up in the business together. And so I learned from very young um, in my career age how to build businesses because he was so forward thinking in that. And he never liked to, in fact, he never had an agent his entire uh, career. He liked to be 
the person controlling his business versus building somebody else's. And so that's how I grew up in as a lawyer, as an executive, as a business person is figuring out to take somebody's core competencies and partner with somebody in order to build up a business out of it and real enterprise value versus just doing sponsorships, endorsements for other people and building their businesses. Right. And that didn't necessarily mean in, in the areas that you would think of like clothing or beauty, which are, which were some, but you know, alcohol tech, you know, how to partner with people, which wasn't so obvious in areas where they wanted certain people's communities or expertise. So, you know, as thought leaders, as on the board, as a consultant in strategy. And so all of my background comes from that area and the business side, thinking from, you know, strategy, business development, corporate development, legal, you know, all the kind of actual (laughs) scaffolding that you really need in order to then hire people like marketing, publicity, social media, you know what I mean? It's like, then I also had a massive passion for gender equality because it was representing some executives in the music industry. And I would do a guy a deal for a guy. And then I would do one for a woman in equal or the woman getting in a higher position in the same company. And the man is getting paid far more than the woman. And so Yeah. And so what I did was marry those two passions. And and so I saw what women were lacking, which was people who would advocate for them that understood who they were. In other words, other women, um, when they walked into a room from a business perspective, which is the most important thing to have a solid foundation in before you go and hire all these other people to help you with your business, right? So that's what the Justice Department is. And that's a very long-winded way of saying that. So, you know, we have, it's three parts. You can hire us as a law firm under the Justice Firm. And we do, you know, general general work, entertainment, partnerships, sponsorships, general vendor stuff. And then, you know, we also have Lady Business, which is um, we're taking care of Lady Business <laughs> came from, which is where you hire us for like a statement of work or, you know, ways to like, if you're an individual wanting to grow into a business themselves or a business that needs help in growing and don't really have the income for hiring people of my level, you know, so you can hire us as a consultant to get to a certain level, more in the area of strategy, business development, partnerships, joint ventures, you know, ways that you can strategically build your company without spending marketing dollars on it. And so, you know, advising, advising companies and as they as they grow and, and build and raise money. And, and then we have a company where we invest in some female founded companies and sit on the advisory board and on the board of certain companies as well. So, wow. Then, that's, yeah, a, that's, then, a, that's a lot. Well, it's a lot, but it's all kind of doing the same thing really. And that is, really helping women in their business side of things, you know? Yeah. Um, I just, it's like, and after three years of doing this and working exclusively for women, I can see how daunting it is. If you come in and you start your own PR company and you're like, okay, I don't even know how to do it. Right. We're like, okay, we can help you. We can set you all up. And then it's like, okay, well, who does what part, like what's a lawyer do versus an accountant versus a 
you know, whoever it is, like a business development person versus a revenue officer versus, a, you know, and there are many different things of those that we can do, but I know what we don't do, you know, um, and you do need them. Like, you, you know, it might suck to have to pay lawyers and accountants, but you need them. Like you need them, you need them there to give you solid advice. And what's worse is when you have, when you're forced to hire one, because it's usually too late and you're losing a bunch of money, you know? So it's like, we help, we help put those found like foundational things together for women to really build their business. And for that middle part, for the lady business part, what kind of companies um, are you helping? Like what, what are these women, what are they finding? What kind of companies? Well, it's usually women who have a core business and are looking to figure out how to build out that business, right? So they might be known as, you know, doing a wellness endeavor, like in yoga or fitness, or they might be, uh, and then they're doing, starting to do some like sponsorship endorsement things, but it's like, okay, again, you're building somebody else's business. Like, how can we turn that into, how do we evaluate what we turn it into? How do we partner with the right people? How do we know who to partner with? How do we structure those deals? Then it's like um, female founded businesses that are already off the ground and having some momentum, but they need to, they're so deep in their day-to-day, -day, they can't think about vision, right? So we help them think about the vision, how they can grow, where they can grow, what kind of people to hire. We even help them hire their own attorneys that we that don't have to be us, right? It's like, how do you know if you need a trademark attorney or when you need one or a corporate attorney? What kind of corporate attorney? What level of corporate attorney? Am I, do I need to raise money? Why and when? And, you know, we help them answer those kinds of questions. And then when you do raise it, like from a who and, you know, how to structure that and how to hire those people around you to, to do that. Because so many people go to the names that they know, but those people charge a lot of money unnecessarily so and you can hire people for a tenth of the price literally you know yeah. and you'd rather have your money going to all areas of the business that you need growth in not just one so yeah, yeah. so when you were working for a company and then you became your own founder and you started this what were some of the biggest struggles that you saw as a woman being a founder of your company I mean, it, it wasn't about building the business because I knew how to do it, right? That was the easy part. That's what's like paralyzing for a lot of people. So that was easy. And it was not that hard to get clients because I'm known for representing clients anyway. And in fact, I, I knew that this was necessary because so many women were like, how do I find somebody who's just like you? And no, no, no. So that part was fine. What I struggled with most is the fact that I was really representing only women and seeing how many women didn't realize that they needed the services that they thought it's like, well, I'm spending my money towards social media or I'm spending my money toward PR. I'm spending my money toward like marketing. And it's like, okay, but if you don't have a proper entity or you don't know how to grow or the right people in place, or then it's all going to fall apart. Like, you know, it's like, you got to be ready for that. You, there are some building blocks that have to be done. And the cost was daunting when they would turn around and spend $2,500 on a bag, but not on a lawyer. And it's like, oh my God, it's so, you know, so it's that kind of stuff is like, uh, and then the other, you know, so it's an internal thing that women have about whether or not they deserve to have these kinds of services. 
or, you know, even represent, we represent executives doing executive deals and helping them, you know, analyze where they should be, how much they should ask for. And we negotiate all that for them. And how many women in such like large C-suite have never had attorneys negotiate their deals and just sign contracts. And it was like, oh my God, this is like your family's like this is for your family like this is the place where you walk away from them and you're not going to negotiate for yourself or let somebody negotiate for you or hire somebody like you know it's it's insane to me and then because it's way beyond just your salary or your title it's like what if you get fired what do you get what's your severance what happens if you die you know do you get insurance like if you have stocks what happens to those with your family how do they invest like like, you know, and then from an outside, you know, external view, the company's going to look at you and go, she doesn't even like negotiate for herself. What's she going to do for me? You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I love that. I, you know, I learned that early on when I was interviewing for a job, I had a, a guy friend tell me like, okay, what did they offer you? And I'm like, more than I thought. And he's like, so what did you counter offer? And I'm like, I didn't, I was so excited. And he's like, no, you always counter offer no matter how excited you are about the job and the salary. And I didn't know, I know when he ever, ever told me that either. And I, none of my girlfriends have ever, ever told me that. And I was younger at the time too. So I love that you're doing that in, 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 in business, especially because it is, it's still a man's world. I mean, we just did some research recently about um, how few CEOs are out there, how few female founders are out there. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Why do you think that is? Why are there such few women taking that step to become their own CEO or become a founder of a company? I mean, it's, well, first of all, it's scary. We're not considered for those. We have our own internal doubts and things that we need to overcome on a daily basis. And, you know, we're often the ones running the household, et cetera, and like focusing on ourselves and trying to break down those internal barriers and, you know, limiting beliefs. It's very difficult. And then all the, from the, you know, that's our internal and then all the external on top of it, you know, being told that we're not good enough and all the statistics where, you know, a woman is hired on experience, a man on potential and, you know, we're just not, you know, there's only ever one, you know, we, if you can see it, you can be it. And if we go somewhere and there's only one office and why would we think that we could go anywhere else, you know? And, you know, the list goes on and on for that, you know, ageism with women, not for men, you know, the peak of our career is meant to be in our forties where men it's fifties and sixties, like, and even the seventies, as we see all the new presidents coming in office last, you know, (laughs) God forbid a woman is in her seventies, you know, it's like, if she's younger, yeah. oh, she has her period. What's she going to do? And she's older. It was like, she's old. Like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Know, she has, yeah. Yeah. She's been a puzzle. So we can't hire yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, and I think it all, and I think it has to do with what we were just talking about too. It's like, it's like daunting. Women are traditionally gravitated toward more of the kind of creative and social careers, and so business is very daunting from that for them. And then, you know, get a lot of bad advice. I mean, I had a client that was told by an accounting platform, you know, you have these platforms. It's like, oh, you don't need your attorney. She, you have, we have forms. Like, oh my God, what? Okay. What if I just said, you don't need a tax person. You can just use HR block. What? <laughs> uh, I oh know. And God. then, and then the know? advice is oftentimes 
taken without being asked. No, and they think, oh, we're going to save some money. And it's like, okay, you go save that money. See what happens, you know? And then they come to me when things go wrong. And it's like, it's too late. It's too late. Just put aside a budget, save the money, you know, hire the right people. And that's the cost of doing business. So for any of the women that are listening to you right now and that are on the fence, they have this idea of this great business they want to start, but they're on the fence. They don't know if they want to do it or not. Like, What's the number one advice that you have for them? Well, you know, I say like, look at yourself in five years from now. And if you, you know, what are the things you're going to regret that you didn't do? Right. And, and why you didn't do it, what held you back? And if that's just fear, you know, it's, uh, you know, that's, you're going to regret that. I mean, it's hard. Like, look, I'm a single mom. It's just me. I had my kids by myself. So there is nobody and no family money. We grew up with nothing, you know, to fall back on. And so it is really scary. And I made all these decisions and like quitting jobs when I had no backup and, you know, it's, it's insane, but it's also very freeing because as a woman, it's like the whole, patriarchal work system was set up so men didn't have to be bothered with you know children during the day and like childcare and all these things and you know I got to set up my life how I want to now on my terms yeah you know but it is scary if you don't have backup money if you haven't saved money I mean I know it personally it's really scary and I'm you know and I I still get scared all the time but I have to believe in myself and know and I know that this is like what I'm doing and it's doing something with purpose and passion is really helping women I know it is and I know that even the message of like how we need to hire each other and give each other advice you know and and lift each other up and buy each other's products and all of that, I know that that is the path to building the matriarchal system in a, in a system that worked for us and anyone who is an other who was not contemplated in the constitution. It's the way we're gonna change things. And it's only gonna change when the mass of us believe it is, you know, and, and, and operate in that way, which can yeah. be sooner than the 200 years that w- what we have to, to stop the gender pay gap in the US alone. 200 years it's going to be. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And I think that women like you that are like paving the path for other women that do want to do that. I think speaking out like this, is just so amazing. We're just, we're just so happy that you're here. And I want to talk a little bit, you mentioned your children. So you have twins, right? Yeah. Uh, Was it Nico and Jack? Yeah. Nico and Jack. Nico is a girl, boy, girl twins. Yeah. They're eight in the third grade. Yeah. So we at Talking Talent, we coach working women, working parents, working dads, and every everybody that's a caregiver. I would love to hear from you how your career trajectory changed or did not change once you had your children. Oh, what it changed like it was, it did a total 180. I just realized that, you know, I was working for someone else, right? That, like I no longer, you know, even though I would put up with, ridiculous demands or toxic work environments and you know just really horrible bosses like like once I had kids I was like oh no 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 like I'm a really good advocate and a really good lawyer but like women we're not good advocates for ourselves for the most part including me so but now I wasn't I was my my clients were Jack and Nico and I 
I was there, you know, and so the whole reason, if anything, anybody was mistreating me, they were mistreating them. If they were underpaying me, they were underpaying them. Because every time I walked out that door, it was to go get underestimated, underpaid, undervalued. And I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not working in this horrible work environment under a horrible female boss. And I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. And I was like, I need to do something with purpose and passion and uh, turned it around and, and decided to leave without, you know, anything <laughs> to fall back on. Oh, that's <laughs> but, so you just took the leap. You just, yeah. Yeah. You just went for it. Okay. I love yeah, it. So I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put up with that anymore because I don't want them, you know, they're, you know, when they're young, they're like non-communicative beings, but they can sense your energy, right? If you're like in a horrible mood, so you always want to put on your happy face and you always want to see, you know, especially when they're really young, you want them to have this great, safe environment. And I just, you know, it wasn't going to be where I was. So it's like, what can I do to change that? And what do I really want in life? And and, I, you know, I started working more efficiently. I started, you know, I think I had a lot more empathy, you know, especially with for people with kids, but in general, like, you know, just for people in their life and what they wanted. And yeah, I just really cared much more about quality versus quantity and what worked for me versus what was a perception and outside perception. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So I want to talk a little bit about the great resignation. So we have made strides, right? More women leaders, more women on the board. And unfortunately, with the great resignation, when we're looking at who is quitting and who's leaving the entire workforce, the majority are women. Mm-hmm. A lot of the women are women of color. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you a little bit about that. With so many women leaving, the workforce, what do you think is going to happen to it in the future? Are we going to go back to the stone ages where all men rule or what are you, what are you foreseeing? No, what I foresee is more of them instead of dealing with what I was dealing with, you know, where we're supposed to pretend like we don't have kids and like, and they don't get sick and that the workday, you know, works for everyone, which it does not, or the school day works for everyone, which it does not. Or the fact that you can only do your job during the day when it's not true. You know what I mean? It's like, you can trust people to get it done. I think that they're going to start finding businesses and starting businesses that work for them. You know, I don't think people quit just to sit at home. It's not possible. They still have to work, but they're finding things. They're just not putting up with it anymore. And look, some of these women, it's because their, their husbands make more than them. And so they can, you know, and it wasn't going to help at all to hire people or they couldn't because of COVID. So, you know, I think there's a lot of different scenarios. It's not, wasn't one scenario, but I think, I think we heard a lot from, especially the younger generation who walked into these businesses and was like, why did you put up with these, this kind of work environment? It's fucking awful. Sorry. Can I say that on this? Um, anyway, <laughs> yes, you can. It's super toxic. It's super misogynist and doesn't care about people's lifestyles. You know, I think that's one reason. I think another is, is the financial reason. And another is that, you know, it, it just showed people that they, that there's, this is a time of regeneration and to do things that you really wanted to do. Yeah. I love that new generation coming in. I myself have um, five nieces and just hearing them talk and it's so different. It is so different. And they're just assume it's going to be equal. They, they're not going oh, in yeah. there 
Yeah, they're just like, why don't I, why don't I get this? Why, you know, they talk very openly about their salaries. I come from the generation where you didn't talk about your salaries to somebody mm-hmm. else and they're just blurting it out. Like, how much do you get paid? I get, I get this much for the same job. And it's been very interesting to see the difference. So I love that. Yeah. And with all these women that are starting their own businesses, have you seen an influx in the last couple of years, especially with COVID in your own business with more women founders coming to you? I don't think any more, but, um, you know, because I only represent women, so I don't have a barometer. It's not like, oh, no, you know, I actually see more men coming to me now. <laughs> kind of the same reasons women do, because they never really fit into that traditional kind of thing. And they're like, you know what, I, I just really want like more diversity around me. And so I find that more men coming to me, not versus women, but in general, you know, and I'm very honest with them. I'm like, I'm not, I'm, this is who I am. Like, be forewarned that people will look me up and say like, oh, you know, you're, you know, but I don't care. You know, this is the, I'm virtually unemployable by a man anymore. So. (laughs) But that's really awesome that the men are coming to you because that that's, that's also, again, you know, we're opening up to, you know, they're understanding how important it is and they're understanding how powerful women are and can get them to the next level. I love it. Um, So what's the future for you and your business? Actually, let's, let's, I want to split those up. What's the future for um, your business? What are you foreseeing in the next couple of five, 10 years? And then I also want to talk about your future because it sounds like you do so much. There's going to be a lot more that you're going to be doing. Well, I think the future of our business is it's continuing on this path. But what we're seeing is we're watching, you know, companies that we started with a couple of years ago now doing their series A and B and growing with them and we have equity in it. And then, you know, you know, then we gain to get reputation of being, you know, an arbiter of good taste and good business and um, more people coming to us and where that pivots or grows, you know, I'm just open. I don't try to like pivot us into one thing. You know, I don't think it's like a, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, and, and it's, and it's really about getting that message out there and knowing and showing women that there are other women that want to help you and that have been there. And, you know, and that's what I started with the pot. That's why I started the podcast. It's like all these women need this advice and they need to understand this. Like, and this is a way for them to do it in a more entertaining way. Instead of saying like, I'm going to log on to some class. It's like, you know, these are real women who've gone through it, who tell you, you know, when to raise money, how to raise money, you know, when, you know, how to gain, gain the confidence, what kind of businesses they started, why, how, you know, what they, they listen to their own instincts, doesn't matter, you know, what somebody else told them, they still went the, you know, the road less traveled and, and, and made it and did it and built it on their own. We're so inundated with like the 20 year old who started a tech company and is a billionaire by 30. And, and then, you know, they're, and it's like, you know, and it's like a 200 times exit. It's like, there's many ways to be successful that doesn't mean that they're happy. It does not mean that they're good people. It does not mean that they're making the world a better place. I think we've all seen most of these men and the you know ones who were young and like have not made the world a better place. They and the facts are doing the opposite. And you know, even if they've done great things, the bad is really what we're seeing starting to outweigh them. And only women with money is going to change that, you know, and as while the gender pay gap, we might make at most 80% of what white men do down to 40%. 
our bonuses are even more dismal, but our actual collective wealth, us individually without our husband's money, without our father's money is probably 10 to 20% of what men is, you know, men's wealth is. And that's really scary to me. And if women just did an assessment and said, if I don't have any money from my father, any money from my um, husband, any money from my brother, if you have money from your mother, great count that because that's maternal like that you know what I mean mm-hmm. but if you did that assessment it's probably pretty and what you could live how your lifestyle would be different it's probably pretty dismal and so you have to ask yourself if it's too you know if you think it's too late for you or whatever depending on what your age is would you want your daughter to have that do you know yeah and if yeah. that doesn't let a fire up your ass I do not know what it is then you know what I mean then you are a Trump voter like you know it just <laughs> It's just true. I mean, it's, it's gotta, it's got to be, you know, inspiring and scary for you at the same time. You know, it's, it's got to to do something to make you want to make some changes. Yeah. I, my mom was a homemaker and her one advice to me always was have your own job, keep your own job, have your own money. And I'm so glad that she did that because I could have easily gone you know, on her path and I would have been you know, relying on a man um, to have money in the bank. So I'm, I'm no. really glad that that-, that It's not that just seeing that though. It's like having your own job, right? Yeah. But making sure you're getting paid and still fighting for that. Not yeah. just going like, oh, it's okay. Cause he makes so much more money. I can do the lifestyle. Okay. Could you continue on in your lifestyle without his money? Yeah. You know? And so fight for that, even though, you know, you're, you're fine making the $200,000 a year and you don't, you just don't want to like go ask for more because it's like, oh, I don't need to. You're not doing anything for the woman who's coming up behind you who maybe doesn't want to get married. I never want to get married. You're not doing anything for even like, you know, the men or non, you know, gender non-conforming or people of color, like anybody who's another, like you're not helping them by doing that and you deserve it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love that. I love that. I have a question for you. Um, You mentioned something earlier about well-being, um, which is something that we're obviously as a coaching company, very interested in that. When you're working and you're rising up the ranks like you've been doing, what do you do for self-care and taking care of yourself and just being healthy while you were doing all the stuff that you do? Oh, so it's a hard one for me. I'm so not a good person to ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I had, you know, I set limits on times when I'm not going to work. I don't answer you know, people's texts and um, emails over the weekend. So really hard for me, but I don't for the most part. I try not to work. I try just to be like, cause I also know with kids, they want quality, not, they don't need quantity as much as they want quality. And I try to really be there. I mean, they're always like, you're obsessed with your phone. And I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> such a bad example. Um, but you know, I, um, I just try to take that downtime and unapologetically for it and try to get rest. I love to sleep. So I just try to make sure that I have that time. That's, you know, that's the minimum I can do. And um, I do, you know, think that like taking those breaks and vacation is so important. And I try, I do try to do that and say, I am not working. Like I am not, (laughs) you know, you're going to have to deal with it. 
Yeah, good. Good for you. So when people want to find out more about you or they want to find you online, where can they go? They can find me at our website is the justice department, the DEPT.com, J-U-S-T-I-C-E-D-E-P-T.com. Um, find us on Instagram at the justice.dep.com. And I'm at Jennifer Justice L on Instagram as well. Um, and then the podcast, Taking Care of Lady Business, it's on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. So download, subscribe, listen, please. And yeah, that's where they can find me. Awesome. I'll put all the links in the show notes so everybody can find you. Thank you so much, JJ, for being here. Keep kicking ass. We love to see what you're doing. And um, thank you for us women that you're doing this. Thank you for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by Talking Talent. We're a coaching organization that helps you develop, advance, and retain your talent. Together, we can create a more inclusive culture where your people and your organization can thrive. You can visit us online at talking-talent.com. That's talking-talent.com. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you.